This is the broadcast voice of Marshall University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone. For this Friday, February 9th, 2024, I'm Waylon Smith. And I'm Emma Johnson. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, from 200,000 to 1.5 million people, startling images show war's impact on a small area of Gaza. All in your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Julia McAndrews will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Sean Kelly will be in with the FM 88 Sports Report. The current temperature outside is a cloudy 60 degrees. And now on to our top story. Ukraine's new army chief says his immediate goals include improving the rotation of troops out of the front lines and harnessing the power of new technology. General Alexander Zarsky made the comments today, a day after President Volodymyr Zelensky put him in charge of the battlefield campaign against Russia's invasion. Zarsky, who previously was the commander of Ukraine's ground forces, said that, quote, new tasks are on the agenda, unquote, though he provided little detail in his remarks were in line with Zelensky's stated aim of, quote, renewal, unquote, of the armed forces and adopting a fresh approach to the fight. But Ukraine's biggest problems remain manpower shortage and the inadequate supply of Western weapons in its fights against Russia. Three friends who say they are the final fans who can claim membership in the exclusive Never Missed a Super Bowl club are back again for number 58 this year. Three fans all in their 80s are Don Chrisman of Maine, Gregory Eaton of Michigan, and Tom Henskel, who splits his time between Florida and Pennsylvania. The three are gathering this weekend in Las Vegas for the big game, and they're hoping they can make it all the way to the 60th edition of the game two years from now. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says he has ordered the military to prepare a plan for the evacuation of the population of the southern Gaza city of Rafah ahead of an unexpected ground invasion. Netanyahu made the announcement today following international criticism of Israel's plan to invade the crowded city on Egypt's border. Israel says Rafah is the last remaining Hamas stronghold and it needs to send in troops to complete its war plan against the Islamic militant group. The UN estimates 1.4 million Palestinians have crammed into Rafah after fleeing fighting elsewhere in Gaza. Netanyahu says he's asked security officials for a, quote, double plan, unquote, to evacuate civilians and to, quote, collapse, unquote, remaining Hamas militant units. For decades, the plotline for the LGBTQ plus activism in the U.S. was one of advances, often slow but moving forward. Faced with unprecedented legislation attacks, transgender rights leaders are now playing defense. As a counter, two of the biggest groups are joining forces, the Transgender Legal Defense and Education Fund and the National Center for Transgender Equality plan to merge this summer. The new organization with a projected staff of about 50 will be called Advocates for Trans Equality. Scores of the bill have been enacted recently on Republican-governed states targeting trans people, including bans on gender-affirming medical care for minors and trans athletes from competing on girls' and women's scholarship teams. Israel has identified the southern Gaza city of Rafah as the next target in its military offensive against Hamas. Rafa is normally home to 280,000 people, but its population has swelled to over 1.5 million, or roughly three-quarters of Gaza's population, as Palestinians flee other parts of the besieged territory. 
Sprawling tent camps now dot the city bordering Egypt. Satellite images from Planet Lab's PBC, taken three months apart, captured the massive population shift since the onset of the Israel-Hamas war. In what was once scrubland, the newer image shows hundreds of makeshift shel shelters around a warehouse that is a distribution center for the limited aid now entering Gaza. Coming up, Kentucky Senate Committee advances bill limiting diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives. That and more news from across the tri-state when News Center 88 returns right after this. Vesmeyer, no. Bazookas to the back of the net. And he ties the game for the herd. Call him Bazooka, because that was a rocket by Bazookas. She's going to lift this one high and deep, way back into left field. That was by the light pole. Look up and say goodbye. Allie Harrell with her 10th career home run. She has now tied the Marshall freshman record for most home runs to start a career. Under 25 now, over to Williams from three, and he knocks it down! Jansen Williams puts the herd on top. 70 to 69, 19 seconds left in the contest. The worldwide leader in Marshall University sports coverage, the Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted Best Spot News Reporting by the Virginia's Associated Press. I'm Willen Smith. And I'm Emma Johnson. Attorneys for the family of West Virginia Governor Jim Justice want to block a Virginia bank from plans to auction off land at the governor's posh resort. A complaint seeking injunction was filed Wednesday on behalf of the Greenbrier Sporting Club. Carter Bank and Trust wants to recover more than $300 million on defaulted business loans. The court filing says next month's auction would jeopardize thousands of jobs and, quote, severely damage, unquote, both the club and the Greenbrier Resort. Justice is finishing his second term as governor this year. The Republican is running for U.S. excuse me, is running for the U.S. Senate seat held by the Democrat Joe Manchin, who said he won't seek reelection. An Ohio city is dropping criminal charges against a pastor over his around-the-clock ministry to the homeless and others in need of help, while the two sides work to end the dispute that has landed in federal court. A municipal prosecutor this week moved to dismiss code violation charges against Dad's Place Church pastor Chris Avell. A lawsuit filed last month by the church accuses the city of Bryan of trying to repeatedly harass and intimidate it. The lawsuit remains pending, but a lawyer for the city told a federal judge on Monday that a mediation session last week, quote, was productive and the parties continued to pursue resolution, unquote. For months after George Floyd was killed by police in May of 2020, people from around the world traveled to the site of his murder in Minneapolis and left signs, paintings, and poems to remember the man whose death resonated a movement against systematic racism. Now hundreds of those artifacts are being displayed in an exhibit at the Arizona State University Museum. It's the first time the work is on public display outside of Minnesota. Paintings of Floyd and poems written about him stand on easels throughout the exhibit, while protest signs made from paper plates and reused cardboard covers the walls. Some visitors were moved to tears as they moved through the exhibit. 
After months of negotiations and delays, the Senate has voted to move forward on legislation that would provide wartime aid to Ukraine and Israel. Yesterday's vote was far from a final one, but it was a momentary victory for Republican leader Mitch McConnell, a strong supporter of the aid for Ukraine. The deep Republican divide over the aid, along with the contentious debate over a border policy compromise, has a small group of senators calling for his removal. In an interview yesterday with the Associated Press, McConnell said, excuse me, McConnell said he's not going anywhere, quote, they've had their shot, unquote, he says of his critics. Kentucky lawmakers have plunged into the issue of diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts on college campuses. A Republican-led Senate panel yesterday advanced a DEI bill over objections from Democrats. Supporters say the bill is needed, excuse me, is a renewed excuse me, is a needed response to what they see as discriminatory trends in higher education. Opponents say the measures could hurt efforts to expand the presence of under, excuse me, underprecedented groups on campuses. The measure won approval from the Senate Education Committee to advance to the full Senate, where Republicans hold the overwhelming majority. Similar debates about DEI bills are ongoing in other state houses around the country. Coming up next, faced with a wave of hostile bills, transgender rights leaders are playing a defensive game. That and more news from around the nation when New Center 88 returns. Stay with us. Neighbors. <laughs> uh, am I right? If you're like me, you've got thin walls and even thinner patience. What can you do for a moment's peace? Well, you can mask out the noise with WMUL 88.1 FM. Oh, sounds like old neighbor Marty's throwing dishes again. Why don't I turn on and tune in my radio to 88.1 FM? Ah, much better. WMUL 88.1 FM, the perfect solution for masking out noisy neighbors. Here are three reasons why you should check out WMUL's website. With our Windows Media Server, our station can be heard around the world. You can listen to audio archives of sporting events and other original shows. With our online schedule, you never have to guess when your favorite show or music format airs again. Your place in cyberspace. Imagine a friend has just told you they were diagnosed with a mental illness. What would you do? Awkward, isn't it? But what's even more awkward is, if you're not there for them, they'll be less likely to recover. Mental illness. What a difference a friend makes. To learn more, go to whatadifference.org. This message is brought to you by the Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. You okay? Yeah, I'm just allergic to all these irritating radio stations. If you are being slowed down daily by drab radio stations, ask your doctor about taking WMUL. WMUL works by sending a stream of exciting news and sports coverage to the brain while taking out all the commercials slowing you down. Oh, much better. Thank you, WMUL. Side effects include but are not limited to exciting bouts of metal, jazz, blues, alternative hip-hop, gospel, rock, and more. A deficiency in commercials and an intense feeling of personal satisfaction and joy. Do not take WMUL if you hate happiness. I don't hate happiness. Ask your doctor about taking WMUL-FM 88.1. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best radio news reporting by the Society of Professional Journalists Mark of Excellence Awards. I'm Waylon Smith. And I'm Emma Johnson. Authorities say an overnight fire caused extensive damage to an iconic Chicago restaurant that's known for its breakfast and is filed with decades of memorabilia. 
Firefighters were called to the Palace Grill around 10 p.m. last night. Chicago Fire Department spokesperson Larry Langford says the fire caused no injuries, but extensive damage to the restaurant's interior. The Palace Grill opened in 1938 on Chicago's near west side and has long been a popular spot for hockey players, police officers, and firefighters. Langford tells the Chicago Sun-Times the fire's cause was, is under investigation, but the preliminary investigation indicates a grease fire started in the kitchen near a grill. Flu is hanging on in the U.S., intensifying in some areas of the country after weeks of an apparent national decline. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention update its flu, excuse me, updated its flu data today. It shows a continued national decline in flu hospitalizations, but it also shows increases in, under, in other indicators, including the number of states with high or very high levels of respiratory illnesses. Flu-like illnesses seem to be proliferating in the Midwest. Last week, though... Excuse me, last week, those illnesses were at high levels in 23 states, up from 18 the week before. Astronauts from Turkey, Italy, and Sweden are back on Earth, ending a private three-week trip to the International Space Station. Their SpaceX capsule parachuted into the Atlantic today off the Florida coast. The trio were accompanied by a retired NASA astronaut who now works for the Houston company that arranged the charter flight. Turkey, Italy, and Sweden financed the mission, paying roughly $55 million apiece. Turkey's Alper is the first person in his country to rocket into space. Russian President Vladimir Putin used an interview with former Fox News host Tucker Carlson to push his narrative on the war in Ukraine and urge Washington to recognize Moscow's interest and pursue Kyiv to sit down for talks. Putin repeated his claim, the full-scale invasion in February 2022, which Kiev and its allies describe as an unprovoked act of aggression, was to protect Russian interests and prevent Ukraine from posing a threat to Russia by joining NATO. He said Russia stands ready to negotiate a prisoner exchange for Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershowitz, who was jailed in March 2023 on espionage charges that he denies. The wife of conspiracy theorist Alex Jones was arrested on Christmas Eve on a domestic violence charge and the right-wing prosecutor and stems from a medication imbalance. Sheriffs took, excuse me, sheriff deputies took Erica Wolf Jones into custody today for the second time. Jail records show the 43-year-old faces misdemeanor charges of assault, causing bodily injury to a family member and resisting arrest, search, or transport. She has not received a bond Saturday afternoon. Coming up next, special counsel alleged Biden couldn't recall personal milestones. His response, my memory is fine. Your daily political update when New Center 88 returns right after this. Hi, this is John Bon Jovi, asking you to go to serve.gov to get involved in something you believe in. I'm a big believer in the power of we. We weren't born. We can tackle the tough challenges we face and build community through service and volunteering. United we stand, united we serve. Are you with me? Go to serve.gov for more information about how to volunteer in your community. This message is brought to you by United We Serve and the Corporation for National and Community Service. Hey, Patrick, what's up? Hey, Michael, what's up with you? Uh, why does your voice sound like that? I know, it's awesome. I sound like a robot. You sound like T-Pain or Kanye. Yeah, that's the idea. Well, if you like the sound of those rappers, just tune in to 88.1 and listen to the new and old hip-hop hits. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Your voice is stuck like that, isn't it? 
Yeah, kinda. Moron. For the very best hip-hop, tune in to 88.1 WMUL-FM. Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm Willan Smith. And I'm Emma Johnson. Vice President Kamala Harris is slamming the social excuse me, special counsel's report into President Joe Biden's mishandling of classified documents that raise questions about his memory, calling it, quote, politically motivated, unquote. Harris spoke just before the White House announced that Biden plans to name his task force to protect classified documents during presidential transitions. The report from Robert Hur, a former Maryland U.S. attorney selected by Attorney General Merrick Garland to investigate Biden, found evidence that Biden willingly held onto and shared with a ghostwriter highly classified information. But it laid out why Hur did not believe the evidence met the standard for criminal charges. An Oklahoma judge who sent more than 500 texts to her bailiff during a murder trial will resign. In a settlement agreement filed Thursday with the Oklahoma court on the Judiciary District, Judge Tracy Soderstorm agreed to resign on Friday and never again seek a judicial office in Oklahoma. Oklahoma Supreme Court Chief Justice John Kane had recommended Soderstorm to be removed from the bench following an investigation that found she mocked prosecutors, laughed at the bailiff's comments about a prosecutor's genitals, and praised the defense attorney, and also called the prosecutor's key witness a liar. Former Maryland Governor Larry Hogan says he's running for U.S. Senate. Hogan's announcement today gives Republicans a prominent candidate well-positioned to run a competitive campaign for the GOP in a state that hasn't had a Republican U.S. senator in 37 years. The decision marks a surprise turnaround for Hogan, who had considered a presidential bid. During Hogan's tenure as governor, he became a national figure as one of the rare Republicans willing to criticize Donald Trump. GOP leaders are eager to pick up the seat as they try to wrest control of the Senate from Democrats who hold a slim majority. After winning Nevada's Republican caucus late Thursday night, former President Donald Trump is heading to Pennsylvania for a speech before the National Rifle Association. Trump will headline the NRA's presidential forum, which is being held as part of the Great American Outdoor Showcase in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and it is expected to be a critical swing state in November. Trump had no competition in Nevada after Nikki Haley. His last remaining ma- major rival chose to skip the state's caucus in favor of participating in an earlier primary that offered no delegates. President Joe Biden is angrily denying claims in a special counsel's report that described the 81-year-old Democrat's memory as, quote, hazy, fuzzy, faulty, poor, and having significant limitations, unquote. It noted that Biden could not recall defining milestones in his own life. The White House pushed back a characterization of Biden's memories. It accuses special counsel Robert Hur of using, quote, highly preju- excuse me, prejudiced language, unquote, that's inappropriate for the Justice Department. Speaking from the White House last night, Biden said he was taken aback by the question about his son, Beau Biden, who died of cancer in 2015 and felt it was not the business of prosecutors. And coming up, Julia McAndrews will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast. And Sean Kelly will be in with the FM 88 Sports Report. Stay with us. Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches? and that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes. It's true. 
Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. The worldwide leader of Marshall University sports coverage. Welcome back into the Soul Ballroom at the Convention Center in Riviera Maya, Mexico. WMUL welcomes you to the mountain town of Blacksburg, Virginia. We are high up here at the Gund Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. It's the 2005 Kraft Mac Women's Basketball Tournament. Welcome back to Firestone Stadium in Akron, Ohio. The 2005. Right in the first inning, no score here at Appalachian Power Park. Marshall. WMUL FM. Huntington. But mom, don't but mom me. You heard what the doctor said. I'm fine. I just got my bell rung. It's not like I blacked out. You've had headaches, dizzy spells, and you're just not yourself. That's not feeling fine. Come on. I can't miss the game. It's still serious even if you didn't black out. It's better to miss one game than the whole season. All concussions are serious. Know the warning signs and never let your child return to play before a health care professional says it's okay. A message from CDC. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Julie McAndrews, and now it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently, outside the WMUL studios, it's a cloudy Friday afternoon. Expect these clouds to stick around this weekend and some light rain tonight. Temperatures will stay the same this Saturday and Sunday. However, it will be accompanied by some heavier rain and isolated thunderstorms. And now, today in weather history. On this day in 1990, eastern Texas experienced a cold front that produced a tornado and several thunderstorms that created hail the size of tennis balls and eventually racked up half a million dollars in damages around Shreveport, Louisiana. Thank you to weatherforyou.com for that information. That's all for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. It is currently a cloudy 60 degrees with a threat of rain. For News Center 88, I'm Julia McAndrews. Thanks, Julia. Now Sean Kelly joins us with the FM 88 Sports Report. Thanks, guys. Leading off with Marshall Athletics news, Marshall softball begins its se- began its season yesterday afternoon at the FAU Paradise Classic. In the first game of its afternoon doubleheader, the Herd faced off against the number 12 in the nation, Arkansas Razorbacks. The Razorbacks wasted no time against Herd starter Savannah Rice as a leadoff double by Reagan Johnson and a bunt single by Nia Carter led to a two-run double by Arkansas first baseman Bree Ellis that gave Arkansas an early lead. However, the Marshall Bats responded two innings later as a two-run home run by Sidney Bickle tied the game at two and a Riley Lucas single gave Marshall an early 3-2 lead. While Arkansas would respond, excuse me, responded in the bottom of the third inning, seven runs in the fifth and sixth innings sealed the victory for Arkansas as Marshall fell in its opening game 10-3. Game two proved to be the same story for Marshall against the Florida Atlantic Owls as this time it was Marshall striking first, as a two-run jack by Bella Gerlach gave Marshall an early 2-0 lead, and the Herd adding to that early in the third with a Riley Lucas RBI double. Once again, after four scoreless innings in the circle by Bub Faringa, the Owls feasted on Herd pitching as it moved into the bullpen, scoring seven runs in the fifth and three in the sixth. Even with the Thundering Herd storming back to score three runs in the top of the seventh, the late rally was not enough as Marshall fell to Florida Atlantic 10-6. The action from Boca Raton continued today with a Big Ten doubleheader against the Michigan State Spartans and Penn State Nittany Lions, with Marshall taking Game 1 by a score of 1-0 in Bub Faringa's first career complete game shutout. The series finishes on Saturday against the Spartans. Two more events fill the Marshall Athletic schedule today. 
as Marshall Tennis kicks off day one of a home duel between the Louisville Cardinals and Furman Paladins. After sweeping its previous weekend duel against the Miami-Ohio Redhawks and Virginia Tech Hokies, the Herd seek to keep its three-match winning streak alive this afternoon against the Cardinals and tomorrow against the Paladins. Finally, this evening begins day one of the Marshall Invitational, the final meet of the indoor regular season. Following last week's performance at the Bellarmine Classic that featured two individual victories and senior Ronnie Saunders breaking the indoor 3K record, Marshall seeks to keep that momentum this weekend, beginning tonight at 6 p.m. with the men's and women's high jump. Now for some news from around the sports world. In Major League Baseball news, earlier today, former New York Mets general manager Billy Epler was suspended through the 2024 World Series by baseball commissioner Rob Manfred, who concluded that he and his other team employees fabricated injuries to create open roster spots. Excuse me, no, no Mets medical or athletic training personnel were mentioned in the announcement by Major League Baseball. Manfred said in a statement, Epler directed, quote, the deliberate fabrication of injuries and the associated associated submission of documentation for the purposes of securing multiple improper injured list placements during the 2022 and 2023 seasons, unquote. In world soccer news, an Argentina soccer friendly in China next month has been canceled in more fallout from Lionel Messi failing to play in a club exhibition match in Hong Kong. World Cup champion Argentina organized a tour for China next month, but the hosts of a game against Nigeria have canceled it. A second match against Ivory Coast in Beijing is uncertain. Meanwhile, Hong Kong organizers of the club friendly with Inter-Miami said that they will offer a 50% refund following days of backlash from angry fans and the government. With the grievances from Hong Kong fans stem from Messi failing to play against a local team last Sunday. His injury excuse didn't wash with them, and he played for 30 minutes on Wednesday in Tokyo. Finally, Moving on to Olympic news, Katie Ledecky's 13-year unbeaten streak in the 800-meter freestyle is over. Canadian teenager Summer McIntosh finished, with, finished almost six seconds ahead of Ledecky at a sectional meet in Orlando, Florida. It was the 26-year-old Ledecky's first defeat in a final, event, in a final of the event since 2010. The 17-year-old McIntosh easily set a Canadian record time of 8 minutes and 11.39 seconds, improving on her previous best of by almost 9 seconds. Ledecky is a three-time reigning Olympic champion in the 800 free, and she's won six straight world titles at that distance. She still holds the world record. For more information on the latest in martial athletics news, stay tuned as Herd Roundup follows the week that was in martial athletics directly following news at 5.30. For FM88 Sports, I'm Sean Kelly. Thanks, Sean. Coming up, a baby boom of African penguin chicks hatches at a San Francisco science museum. Stay with us to find out more right after this on New Center 88. about that radio and concentrate on fishing. Besides, there's nothing good to listen to on the radio nowadays. Here we go again. Back in my day, music was good. They played all those good oldies that I love. Of course, they were called newies back then. But Grandpa, if we turn to 88.1 WMUL, we can listen to oldies. Huh? We can also listen to alternative, blues, jazz, hip-hop, and more. Oh, that in one station? Then hurry up, boy, get that radio working. 88.1 WMUL, the cutting edge since 1961. Here's your cappuccino, miss. Great, thanks. Coffee with cream? Look, almost half of all new STD infections are among young people 15 to 24 years old. Yet most infections have no symptoms. The only way to know for sure is to be tested. So GYT, 
get yourself tested. Visit gytnow.org to find an STD testing location near you. A message from CDC. Merlin, I need your help. The armies of darkness are at Camelot's gates, but Excalibur is destroyed. Fear not, Arthur, for I have in my hands a weapon far more powerful than the world has ever seen. The pure, sweet song of its blade leaving the sheath is able to pierce the air itself. This sword doesn't have a name. It is WMUL, the cutting edge. And finally, today on News Center 88, a bounty of 10 African penguin chicks has hatched in just over a year in San Francisco Science Museum as part of an effort to conserve the endangered bird. The penguins began hatching in November of 2022, ending a four-year period without any new chicks and continued through January of this year. So says the California Academy of Sciences. The African penguins have dwindled to 9,000 breeding pairs in the wild. An expert at the museum says threats such as overfishing, habitat degeneration, and oil spills have reduced colonies of the charismatic black and white birds. And that does it for this edition of New Center 88. Tune in Monday at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University and the Tri-State area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Emma Johnson, Julia McAndrews, Sean Kelly, Luke Hamilton, and for the entire New Center 88 team, I'm Waylon Smith, and your thought of the day is, everything that irritates us about others can lead us to an understanding of ourselves. Carr Young. <laughs>